Welcome to this episode of the Rangers Travel Podcast. We're your hosts, Britt and Ryan, your favorite adventure travel couple. And every Tuesday, we share stories and tips to help inspire you to book that next trip. This week, we're talking about the differences of traveling in your early 20s versus traveling in your late 20s and why we think you should do it twice. Well, at least twice. Mm-hmm. Traveling in your early 20s is so much fun. It's typically like your first time out in the world. You have no money. No. Usually. So you have to get like really thrifty. You're A lot of times you're doing it through your university or like your roommates or your friends from school. And you guys are there to have the best time you possibly can and the most fun you possibly can. Yeah, on the tightest budget that you possibly can. On the tightest budget you possibly can. <laughs> yeah. So I remember um, during college we were on a ski trip in the Alps. You talk about France. this quite often. I do. <laughs> and this was one of the more fun trips. Like There was like themed nights for partying and stuff. But when we arrived in... France and we got on the bus and we were heading up into the Alps Mm. it started snowing heavy like I think they got like two feet of snow that day and it snowed like pretty much every day we were there it was one of the best weeks to be there because the snow was so good on the slopes everyone was like oh my god we got so lucky but it also meant that it was really 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 cold the whole time Mm. Okay, so it's a ski trip. You're going out. You're getting up early in the morning, like 6 o'clock in the morning. You're going skiing. You ski till about 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the day. You go to Apre. You party on top of the mountain, do an Apre ski. There's a huge DJ sesh. Everyone's partying in, your, in all your ski gear. And then you ski down at the end. And then you go take a nap for a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. And then you get back up again to go out that night. And then you do it all over again the next day. So when you're out skiing again? Or no, like out partying? Out you go just to partying. Bars. You put on like street clothes and go oh, out okay. partying. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know if there was like night skiing. And is there, there only is skiing? There is if they have lights, yeah. Is there only skiing or is it snowboarding too? Or it's Europe, so they don't like snowboarders. No, there's snowboards too. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. No, there's some places that don't allow snowboards, but this one wasn't that. Okay. It was Val d'Isere. It's one of the like more popular, it's also very expensive ski resorts in the world. But... But you were able to go there because you were going with the school. Right, yeah. And there's ways to do it affordably. Mm. Um, but anyways, one of the nights that I like strikes back into my memory is it was a UV party night or like a black light party night. So I think you're dating yourself right now by saying it was a black light party. Yeah. Like a paint party. Yeah, so you yeah. go dressed in white clothes that you don't care about. Was it so Barstool like, sponsored? This was before Barstool was around, I think. No, it wasn't, because we had Barstool well, we didn't sponsored. Well, ha- we didn't know what Barstool was in Europe yet. Okay. We were still on Lad Bible. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so everyone goes out dressed in these clothes that they don't care about, and they're just old white clothes or clothes that you find in the thrift store or whatever. Yeah. And you go to the nightclub. We're out in the nightclub partying all night. Everyone's covering each other on all the paint. The black lights are going in the nightclub. Everyone's all these luminous colors. It's a big party. That's it's fun. Great. That's fun. It's great. And until a group of guys decided to go around ripping the shirts off of all the other dudes. So then you're literally left in tattered. Like they didn't take your shorts. Or your, not, they weren't shorts. They were trousers. But they didn't take your trousers. But literally left in like a couple of little tre- tendrils of, of t-shirt left. And that was mm-hmm. it. And then you got paint all over you. And your face and your body and everything. But obviously, 
the nightclub closes at like two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, uh-huh. and it's snowing outside, and you didn't bring any other clothes. Oh. So I'm outside with some of my friends. We're not ready to be over yet because we're twenty, somewhere around twenty, still looking to party. So yeah. we're out looking for more, more parties. We get into another spot, have a few more drinks, and that one closes, and then everything pretty much closes in the whole town. So we go looking for food. Yeah. And then like. I'm outside this pizza place. And you still have no clothes Still on. no clothes, just trousers and no clothes. And, and you're painted are, stuff. And I'm walking down the street and there's other people like looking like, what the hell? Happened to him. Yeah. And we're outside this pizza place trying to get some pizza, like standing in the cold. This wasn't an inside place. It was an outside only. And I'm with my friend standing there like this and a bunch of like English soldiers come up doing their survival training in the winter. And even they were like, oh my God. What the hell is wrong with these these people? <laughs> alcohol is wild. Yeah, but I had like the alcohol in my veins keeping me warm. Uh-huh. I wasn't feeling the cold. I didn't feel anything. I just felt great. But like, did you get your pizza? I did get my pizza. Yeah, and I enjoyed it very much. But like, if I had to do that now, in my late twenties, I'd need like two weeks to recover, <laughs> and I'd probably more. have pneumonia. And a terrible, terrible hangover. Like, I just can't do that anymore. But that was peak 20s. Yeah, my early 20s, as far as traveling went, didn't really go like that. In my early 20s, I was responsible for everyone else. Right. So I was at university. And, like, when I was at university, I had a really good time. But the moment I wasn't at university anymore or, like, I'd come home from college, like, I was... Responsible for everyone, everyone else. Yeah. yeah, so my early 20s weren't really like that. And then I didn't do too much traveling in my early 20s. But then I guess I did. Like, I bought, when I graduated university, I was 22 and I bought a school bus. Mm-hmm. And like, that wasn't a cool thing to do then. And then I was convinced I was going to do that school, but like I was going to be able to convert it all by myself. But have you ever tried to convert, like work on something and learn something when, when your dad is watching? Like I was the kid who had to hold the flashlight, but I didn't hold the flashlight right. So I, everyone has that story. Yeah. So like I didn't hold the flashlight right. So like I obviously just got yelled at, um, I still don't think I can hold a flashlight right without getting yelled at in his eyes. <laughs> so when I would try to work on this bus and like paint this bus, he would just kind of sucked all the fun out for me. He'd just come and do the project. And yeah. Then and then just, You don't yeah. own it anymore, so you don't, yeah. And I kind of, it made me like lose my sparkle for it, um, which was really unfortunate. So then I moved down south and I traveled around in the school bus for a little bit. I ended up selling it. I bought a RV because it was already converted. So I didn't have to do it myself because every time I went to work on the bus, for the most part in my mind, it was just like, you're not holding the flashlight right. Yeah. So I just like couldn't. It was too traumatic. So I had this RV. I traveled around in that. I did a lot of like inward searching and inward healing But then it wasn't too long after I got to Alabama, I got in a serious relationship and like I was responsible for other people again. Right, right. So my early 20s were really just being poor, but also taking care of everyone else. But I'd say in my early 20s, like I wasn't afraid. Like, because your early 20s, 
are huge on parties and having a good time. And I think a lot of people share that, but even the ones that don't really have too much of that experience, like I did have that experience, but just that wasn't like the theme of my early 20s. And that wasn't like the theme of my traveling in my early 20s, right? Like my early 20s traveling was very like inward journey of like self-development and like trying to heal from my childhood and my late teens and my early 20s. Right. So I was like on this more of a healing journey. My early 20s was more of like a party. It was just reckless abandonment. But I think what's, what carries through most people in their early 20s is you're not afraid yet. So you're yeah. not afraid to take the risk. So like I wasn't afraid to buy a school bus. I've right. never even bought in a car by myself. Like yeah. the first motorized vehicle I ever bought myself was a 2000 international school bus with 33,000 miles on it with an Allison transmission. She was a diesel. She was a beast. I hope she's somewhere living a good life right now. She should be. I sold her to a family who wanted to take her to Burning Man. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's, it's, that's where she went. So I'm hoping she made it there and she's still living somewhere, just a good life. But you're not afraid in your early 20s. No. Like you'll take the risk. And you'll you can mess up in your early 20s. That's the yeah. time to do it and mess up. It's like, oh, I'm 21. Who cares? I tell kids all the time. They're not kids. They're young adults. Like people younger than me when, and I, because I like to mentor people. Like I like when people are inspired by what I'm doing and they're like, how can I do it? Or people are trying to start businesses. And in my early 20s, I started multiple businesses. I sold businesses. Like I was, I was a hustler. I was killing the game. I was doing so much extra but like it's such a good time to mess up take the risk mess up fail fail again mess up again fail again invest yeah. all your money into everything into something maybe it'll, it will like pay yeah. off and go amazing maybe it, will, it won't and you just had a really good lesson you know yeah and then by like the time you get to your like late 20s you start to like get more ingrained into like the working culture, you mm-hmm. get moving up in your career, you start getting more invested in that area of your life, it becomes a lot harder and more yeah. scary to actually let go of you it. You have more bills, more responsibilities, you've invested so much time into a career or a job, you've done so much schooling to get yeah. to that place. You're starting to have more responsibilities. Yeah, for me, I know for a fact that I struggled to let go and go full-time traveling it was a much bigger struggle for me now than it would have been if I was 21 fresh out of college and I was like oh I'm gonna go take a gap year yeah you start to have more things to lose so the fear starts to sit in yeah which makes it a very different experience when you go out and travel yeah in your late 20s we went out in well I went out in my late 20s but then we went out together I was in my early 30s or I am still in my early 30s and Ryan's in his late 20s, and we went out traveling together as a couple, and it was a much different Yeah, it's a lot experience. more cultural. Like, your priorities change. Like, you're, you're far more into the more cultural things, mm-hmm. like trying new things, the food, and just doing, like, these weird random things that you've never thought of doing, but the opportunity presents itself, and you just jump on it. Yes, and I think also building relationships. Like la- like when you're in your early 20s, you're building relationships, but it's a little bit different. It's like I'm building relationships because like who can I have fun with? Who right. can I go out party with? Who's going to be a good time? But I find now I'm more looking to build relationships for, for a more like long-term relationship. Like I enjoy traveling with you because we were able to grow and build relationships. Yeah. Like when we're 
I, I'm thinking about when we climbed the mountain in Tupcal, um in Morocco, which unfortunately was just hit yeah. with a horrific earthquake and we were there almost exactly a year ago we were talking about right. it earlier this morning and we went to the area and we had known we've known each other for years and we had date been dating for a couple of years at this point yeah a couple yeah. Of years at this point and we climbed the tallest mountain in north africa and it was hard yeah and i mean that would have been, I feel like, first of all, it would have been easier probably in my early 20s because I was a, a, a college athlete and I was doing Muay Thai and I was very active. Not that I'm not active now, just like I'm not a gymnast anymore. Mm -hmm. So like the amount of strength that you have as a, as a you know, a, a college athlete and as a gymnast is just absolutely insane. So like it was definitely a little bit harder um, not to mention I had a little bit of a knee injury because we were at a wedding and I might have taken a tumble and my knee, my knee hurt. So I uh, I climbed that mountain with a little bit of a hobble. Mm. But we had to really like lean on each other and build our relationship. We, I felt like when we were walking down the mountain, we were like, we've never been closer. Yeah. We've built such a relationship. But even the other people that we met along the way, like we've reached out to so many people that we built real lasting connections right. with. Yeah. And I feel like when I did, when I like... Were younger, you didn't make the same connections. Yeah, yeah. It was just like you. I feel like as an like as I get older, I have like a more of an understanding right. of people, of their belief system, of like what's fundamentally important for us as humans, and like how to communicate that and kind of show that across cultures. Right. Where I don't feel like I had that understanding of just humanity in my early 20s, but it took going through my early 20s to yeah, then kind of gain that. Right, yeah, You. everyone has to do that in order to progress mm -hmm. to where we're at now. You're just smarter. <laughs> you're, just, you're just smarter. Just need to get all the partying and the craziness out of the way with first, and then you can focus on... Yeah, but have you ever heard of the second wind? What's the second wind? The second wind is, I heard, I've thought about this before, but I was watching TikToks the other day, and someone was like, ladies, like, who has had their second wind? And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a... I've never had an original experience. Like, everything in my life is is just, I guess, plagiarized off someone else's. But a second wind, it's for the ladies. It might not be the same for men. I don't know. I can't I can't attest for, for, for men. But for ladies... So when you're in your early 20s, a lot of us, like, we're at university and we're coming into our own, so we're having fun. But, like, also, like, being a woman, you're always responsible for, like, everyone, right? And then you graduate, and then a lot of people get into serious relationships. As you go, like, and transition from your early 20s into your mid-20s, you your friends start having babies. They start, they go back to school. Maybe they go to be a lawyer or they get, like, a, they go to med school or wherever they go or they get just, like, further education, um, and in the States, that takes a long time. I know it's a little bit shorter for you guys, but yeah. like here, I mean, it's going to take like three, four years for like, you know, just, right. you know, a little bit more of an education. Um, people start getting married. They start going like really serious into their careers and you start like going into that. So then by the time you reach your mid twenties, like you got a portion of your friends that are married. Some mm -hmm. of them have kids. Some of them are back in school. And all of these... are like grinding their career. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when you're about 27... Yeah. You get this second wind. You get a second wind and you're like... You're starting to feel like a real grown-up. 
Yeah. You're starting to have some responsibilities, but if you're not in a serious relationship and if you don't have kids, you now have more money. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to go have some fun. So you get the second one and you start showing up. You start showing up like you did at 21 to the bars, to the clubs, to wherever. I did it backpacking. Yeah. So, like, I turned 27 on Kosam Road in Bangkok oh, yeah. with buckets. <laughs> Epic, get a bucket. That's where I turned 22nd. That's where, 27, that's where my second win started. Wow, with yeah, the buckets. With the buckets. <laughs> and then, and then I spent my second win because at this point I'm 20, I'm, I'm like 27 and then I get turned 28 and whatever. And I've now like started a business that not only was just started, I started doing really well in my mm -hmm. business and I started growing a lot in my business. I was in Bali, so I made friends with, like, I had a community. So I started making friends with all these people. I, 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 I had people to go out with. Like, there's a bunch of bars, there's restaurants. I was showing up. I was going to Nelly concerts. I was living my, I was reliving my early 20s, but now I had, like, good friends. Because right. I don't know about you, but in my early 20s, I had, I had some good friends in my early 20s, but I also had a lot of shallow relationships yeah. that I had to, like, navigate my way through. So not everyone in my, there was some amazing people in my life, but not everyone that was in my life in my early 20s were the most amazing of people. And, like, that takes a lot out of you. But then, like, it, it, when I, like, was, like, 27, 28, like, going into my later 20s, like, I could read people. I didn't have time for their BS. Like, if you were a good person, I'm, like, come on, like, let's yeah. go. So I had so much fun in that second win. Like, that second win was everything. Yeah. If I can say, all right, I got a story about my, my second go win. Go on, go because, with your story. Because when you're in your later 20s, again, like, you are after more than just the party, right? So I still wanted the cultural experience. Okay. I still wanted to like experience all a place has to offer. And let's, we're going to go back to Lombok because you know, like everyone knows it's my favorite place in the whole world is Lombok, Indonesia. And I'm living there and I'm working or I'm volunteering at a hostel. And like one of my many jobs was to take the, the, the kids at the hostel from the hostel to the bars. Right. every It's a small town, so every night, like, one bar pops off. So I was off that night, but I had made friends with, a, like, a couple of the people in the hostel because sometimes you just make friends with people. So I made some friends at the hostel, and I, again, was, like, my 20s was a lot of healing, a lot of self-growth, like, a lot of figuring out, like, where my place in the world was but just because, like, I hadn't done that mm -hmm. in my younger years. So I had a lot of trauma to heal from. So... It, with that sometimes comes extracurricular activities like mushrooms. And <laughs> so I make these friends and drugs are very illegal in Indonesia. Yeah. Like it, it, they're punishable by death penalty. Do not do drugs in Indonesia. But there are a lot of water buffalo. And at the, during, you know, rainy season, at the end of rainy season on a day that happened to rain, mushrooms just grow you know you can't control it you can't control it you can order anything at most of these cafes too you're not like going to some sketchy place yeah to get i saw it when i was there too you can order any food like happy yeah, happy which means with mushrooms on it yeah so i used to get like happy gin and tonics was it tasty absolutely not do i sometimes struggle to eat like regular mushrooms and food now because i get these weird flashbacks yes yes i do 
but it's more of a texture thing because I'm a texture gal. Mm. So let me digress and get back into my story. So they're like, oh yeah, we heard there's like lots of mushrooms around. I'm like, yeah, they sell them at all the cafes. Like you can get them on your pizza, you can get them in a sandwich, you can get them in a cocktail. You can just order them and like take them home and take them wherever. And they're like, no way, where do we get them? I was like, oh, I have a spot that like I like to go to. I got a guy. It was really just one of the restaurants in town. So we pull up, we get some mushrooms. It, they should be anywhere depending on like time of year and who you are, like five bucks to 20 bucks. But I was a regular, so I got them for $2.50 a bag, which like I would only eat half a bag. These are going very detailed now. Um, so we eat the mushrooms. We go to one of the other bars where like live music's playing and there's like lights and we're dancing and having fun. And one of my friends come up and literally looks at me in the eyes, which I was struggling to look people in the eyes at this point, and was like, do you want to go to an exorcism? A what? An exorcism. Like the exorcism of Emily Rose, but like a lot less dramatic. Like with the ghosts? Yeah, with the ghosts in the the people. Demons. Demons, yeah. So I obviously was like, yes. Of course I want to go to an exorcism. So... So I, so we, I like asked my friends, I'm with, hey guys, like we got invited to an exorcism. Like, would you like to go? And they were also in their late twenties and they're like, absolutely culture, right? Yeah. Cause this is all local people. (laughs) This is local. Yeah. This is local. Yeah. This is local. So we went into like where the, like, you know, the little, like, like out of the tourist area. It's still right by the tourist area. It's literally like the parallel block to like the tourist street. So like, it's not far. Um, we go there. And we walk in this person's home and like straight up there is a religious man performing an exorcism, throwing the water. Yeah? Yeah, there's screaming going on. It was... was, On this person that's got a demon inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had him like laying on a bed. They weren't strapped down or anything. Like it wasn't like they were like hurting this person. They were literally laying down and they were like spewing like... They were like flicking like water over them. And the person was just like yelling like the water really hurt them. I don't know. I was also on mushrooms. So like I... Did you see the demon? No, I didn't see the demon. (laughs) But it was a lot. But you know what? Cultural experience. Like, you know, you're late 20s and you're still going out. And this is a second win, too. So you're having your second win. You're in your late 20s. You're partying. You're having a good time. You're showing up. You're doing the damn thing. You're living your best life, but you're also a- appreciating the culture. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's that's what the late what 20s that's about. is all about. <laughs> is the appreciation of culture and personal growth and building community i laugh but like you did all three of those things in, I know. in that one day wow yeah and the woman is okay oh that's good it yeah worked. because i checked in the it next worked. day yeah and i was like hey is she all right and they were like yeah she's good now no more <laughs> demon and i'm like oh that's so good it's so good <laughs> and that was my second win wow. in my late 20s i love traveling so I think you need to go twice, at least. You have to go twice. I think because so. Because it's both times, and they're different. And you yeah. get so many different things out of it. Like, in the early 20s, I mean, you can go traveling um, on a really tight budget in your late 20s, too. But it's just, like, it's a different. Yeah, we went on a tight budget, but yeah. it would have been even tighter if we were in our early 20s. Um, for me, it's not so much the second wind as I had the itch to go. Like, it was a nagging feeling in the back of my head, like, to get out. Go. You need yeah. to go again. You're not, you're stuck. You're, you need to get out. And it was hard for me to, like, like actually go ahead and do it. 
It's and really hard. It. It's so much harder. When you're older, yeah. In your late 20s, or early 30s, it's so much harder to leave and do it because you've spent so much time and energy. Like, you've gotten an education. You've gotten a job. You've gotten the career. You've gotten friends. You've gotten yeah. a rent payment. You got a dog. You have all the, you have responsibilities. You have all these things. And how do you just turn your back on it no. and go? Because it's scary to start over. Mm -hmm. In your early 20s, you're just starting. So there's no starting over. And right. I think that's you where the fear comes from. You've got nothing to lose yeah, you're just, in your early 20s. You're just, go for, just YOLO. Yeah. You're just going for it. And I think that part of that is is so cool in your early 20s. And in your early 20s, you're supposed to be selfish. Mm -hmm. Like I hate, hate, hate when people are like, oh, you're acting so selfish. Yeah. Yeah. They're 22. They should be so selfish. You know what they should be thinking about? No one but themselves. Mm -hmm. No one but themselves. Because that's when you start to, like, you don't even know. Realize who you are. Yeah. Like, your frontal lobe is not developed. Mine definitely wasn't. It's not developed. So the things that you're finding fun and exciting, you might not find fun and exciting later. No, I definitely wouldn't find that fun and exciting. Any of the things that I used to do. Yeah. Okay. So, years. Years, I have looked at Burning Man and I was like, I want to go to Burning Man. Mm. I want to go to Burning Man so badly. But for all of my 20s, for the most part, like definitely all my early mid-20s and even into my late 20s, I bartended and like grinded it out on the Jersey Shore every summer. Yeah. So there was no like taking off to go no, to, Burning, to Man. Burning Man. Like absolutely not. Plus it was expensive. Like I had to get out there. Like where was I going to stay? Like none of my friends were into mm -hmm. it. So like, and I would look at it and then... I was watching videos and I was like, and this is before the flooding started this year. It was yeah. like the videos at the beginning of it when everyone was like, it was normal and no one was like, it wasn't a state of emergency yet. And I was watching it. And I was like, that just doesn't look fun anymore. And it made me feel so sad because I realized I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get to have that experience. And even if I do, because I could go have it now. You might not like it. I don't think I would. I don't think I would either. To be and that makes you. me really sad because I'm like, I would have, I know I would have loved it mm. then, but I just don't know if I would have loved it now. And I think it's it's just because, like, your brain changes. And, yeah. like, your priorities your, change. Yeah, but it's not even priorities. It's just what you find fun and exciting. Exactly. Like, that's not my, like, but my. That should be your priority. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But then again, the other part of me was is like, yeah, but I think Burning Man is also more than just the party. So I might like it i might just find a different aspect of liking it like i might be more into the art, the art and the community yeah. of it now rather than the all-night parties that was intriguing me so mm. much like the costumes i was like wow the fashion the costumes the all-night parties like that sounds amazing the dancing the loud music like this like the discos that they go to all night like that looks amazing and now i'm like i like watch those videos and i'm like i don't think i would I like that. Do that yeah so but I think that's why you need to go and like do it twice. And when I say like go traveling twice, it doesn't mean you have to go on these giant, expensive, long-term backpacking trips. No. It can mean going to something like Burning Man, like going to a festival. Yeah. Or like taking road trips by yourself. That's cool. Because you did a lot of road trips in your early 20s when you first got when here. When I first got here, yeah, I did like Nashville, um, Washington, Boston. Yeah. Like little like trips out of New York area. Like and yeah, they're great. And I got I got to see a lot of the country, but it was still my early twenties. Mm -hmm. So I was still broke and <laughs> 
You say that like we're not broke now. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so I was broke then. Nope, nope, still broke. Broke we're is just, a sliding scale. <laughs> yeah, it, re it really is a sliding scale. It's like your spending habits. Like you'll make less money. Your spending habits don't change, girl. No. Um. But it wasn't all about partying for you. That's what I'm no, saying. No, and that, then because I was going by myself a lot of times, it wasn't all about partying. It was more about... That's when it started to shift into like from partying to like culture and seeing things and like getting to know a part of the country. Yeah. What did you enjoy more though, more from like an internal perspective rather than an external perspective, your early 20s traveling or your late 20s traveling? Uh, late 20s. Late, late 20s, 20s. I prefer it. Yeah. Um, early 20s, I feel like I made the most of it and I definitely partied and I had a lot of fun mm. but like I don't really have anything like to take away from it See, other than that fact that like I've done it and the fearlessness yeah it's really fun to be oh I was completely fearless yeah. back then yeah but now it's like more I what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah I'm more I'm more considerate now I'm more deliberate and and like prioritize like culture and seeing new things and experiencing the world rather than like partying in a new spot yeah i would say in my early 20s and even like into my mid 20s i was really focused on like i mean i had spent again i'd spend so much time taking care of everyone so whenever i got like when i first got the chance to just take care of myself. I did a lot of healing. So my priorities then was really healing. And it wasn't until my late 20s, early 30s that I had gotten to a place in my own journey and my own mental health and my own like confidence in my own being and that like I was in fact capable and that like I was a survivor and like not a victim in yeah. all of my situations in the, in, the, in the hands that have been dealt with me to me. And... I was able to like grow. Mm. And then when I got into my later 20s, I feel like I had that second win and I really got to enjoy all of that really hard like self-work and shadow work that I had to do with myself beforehand. But I never would have been able to enjoy all of it so much if I hadn't have done all of that self-exploration. In your early In 20s. my earlier 20s, yeah. 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 All right. That is... All for this week. If you want more from us, you can find us at Rangeless underscore on TikTok, Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube. And until next week, bye.